you know why following the Tao or the way or your path is so important. I'm going to tell you why, but I'm also going to tell you how the dangerous energies can be so problematic. I'm going to start with the problematic energies. The problematic energies are things like um, thoughts, and actions that cause harm to yourself or others. And obviously harm would be considered negative. Let's look at it this way. On one side, there's positivity, there's love, there's kindness, there's forgiveness, there's gratitude, there's empathy, um, sympathy, comfort, happiness, all of that stuff, the good stuff. We'll put, a, put it in the good blue-colored bucket over on the right here. On the left side, we'll have the negative energies in an ugly, wrinkly old black bucket. Things like fear and jealousy and rage and hatred and violence and mistreatment of others and self and all that kind of stuff. So a lot of times, think of those two buckets or those two energy buckets and each of those have tied to them different mindsets or different abilities. Well, not, not abilities, but different mindsets and behaviors, thoughts and actions that, that relate. And, you know, for example, let's say that you have lying, cheating, stealing, all that kind of stuff. Um, they all kind of tie to that dark, dark energy. And those are important to watch because they can cause a lot of damage. They can cause a lot of friction and a lot of problems in yourself and others' lives. So that's something very important to watch. Um, there is also the, the positive side too. You know, you might have the so-called positive bucket. You have things like love and kindness. Um, there are certain actions and thoughts that contribute to that bucket. It's almost like you're going to fill the buckets with something, all right? So the negative bucket's gonna be filled with negative stuff, the positive bucket's gonna be filled with positive stuff. So which bucket are you going to fill? So, for example, um, I say that a lot, I think, for example, but it's good, it's good to provide examples. So if I'm going to tell a lie the intention behind it, this is interesting. A lie might have, the fuel behind it is the intention that um, I might actually be withholding something from somebody because I don't want them to get hurt. Um, I, I don't want them to, to uh, you know, I don't want to cause harm to anybody, so I might withhold something because of that reason. And that may go into the kindness bucket, right? As opposed to telling something that's untrue, uh, AKA a lie, that might be because I want to hurt somebody. I want to lie to them because I want them to suffer some pain because I'm angry with them. 
Now, therefore, there's two things that are in the bucket. There's anger and there's lying. And the intention behind it, think of the intention almost as though the motivational fuel that makes you put it on one side or the other. I guess that's, that's one way to think about that. So those are some of the, the, the negative energies or the darker energies that can cause problems. And they definitely relate to our purpose in life, our, our Tao, our purpose, our calling, um, God's plan. Now, there's many names for it. It almost doesn't matter what the name is because it, it kind of represents the same thing. And everybody and everything has the plan. You know, just look to the trees. The trees know exactly what to do. They know how high to grow. They always, high, they always grow to their highest potential. They don't limit themselves as long as they can anyway. They're given the right nourishment, the sunshine, the water, the earth, and they grow. They know what to do. And it's the same with people because we all have a calling. Um, and most, most people, I believe, they really don't know their calling. And I almost want to say that children have captured the essence of what that's about because you'll see children playing or if you can remember being a child and playing you just know what you're doing you're just playing you're just enjoying your life you're you're letting it unfold and then you start getting exposed to different things in life that may change you and alter you in some ways you know be it peer pressure or stresses of life or fear you know if you read the news too much you know might you might get misled and led to believe certain things that are that are bad um, so keep keeping that in mind but our path and our you know what we should be doing is very important because if you think of anybody that that let's let's think of some people that that have contributed to or are contributing to to life in general Okay, so it could be, and, and preferably somebody that's contributed to life in a positive way. You know, you might have, there's so many role models in this arena too. I mean, it could be an, an innocent sports person. Um, again, preferably a sports person that's doing kind-hearted nice things and doing what they do very well because they love what they're doing and they like sharing it with others and they like entertaining and they're good to people so I think of people like Joe Montana famous quarterback for the uh, San Francisco 49ers I think of um, Tom Brady quarterback of the Patriots uh, even though some people don't like him he's still a generally a nice guy who loves the sport and uh, you know he's, he's he's a good good family person and uh you know, takes care of things so far anyway. Um, and there are many others, many, many others like him. You think of people like Bruce Lee or his trainer, Ip Man, or you think of the Buddha or Jesus, uh, Mother Teresa, the Pope, um, many different presidents, many different leaders. Uh, there's so many, so, so many. Um, you know, Martin Luther King stood up very strongly for a lot of people and so many people so many people and they're doing they're they're sort of unraveling and 
allowing themselves to be the best version of themselves, first of all, but they're allowing their dharma to unfold naturally. It's sort of like the bird that sings. It's sort of like letting the song out, letting the bird sing, um, letting the light shine outward. It's kind of like letting the sun shine or the stars shine. And you think of all the billions and billions, if not trillions of stars, every one of them has a source. You know, obviously, scientifically speaking, there's gases and chemical reactions and so forth that make these these uh, reactions happen, but nonetheless, it's a source. And just as the stars have their chemistry and natural ability to reveal their energies outward, we are very, very similar because we're made of the same stuff that stars are made out of primarily, you know, although of course there are those that are stars that we don't know anything about, but for the most part, they're made of the same elements and things that we were all created with. Take an electron microscope and dig down into uh, what we are. We are, are. we are a bunch of amazing, miraculous cells. And then in the cells, we have more cells and microcells, microbiology. We have molecules and atoms and quarks and, and various other forms of, of energy that are constantly um, reflecting and exposing themselves in miraculous ways on a regular basis, much like a star. So the key is to allow yourself to tap into that. And and it doesn't mean take a tap and literally stick it inside yourself and tap into yourself. I'm saying look inside, sort of. I think that's one of the great things about sitting still, resting or meditating is that you slow yourself down enough that you're able to to focus on your breathing, which means that you're actually connected to your body. You're, you're, you're feeling the air going in and out of your lungs and you're breathing in fresh oxygen and you're exhaling carbon dioxide. It's an exchange. It's a, it's a fair exchange. And that helps you calm the mind, which sometimes helps you sort of balance out and become what I'll call neutral. And, oh man, that's so weird. So, all right, a quick little side note here. Sometimes, um, sometimes you see signs and symbols. Um, to let you know when you're on the path. And <laughs> this is really weird. So I'm driving right now. I actually just came from my father's house, visiting with him, sharing a nice meal with him and spending some time with him, a couple of hours, actually more than a couple hours, two, two three, four hours. And it was really quite nice. And, uh, you know, driving my way home. And one of the things one of the signs, and I know this sounds strange, and I almost, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand it at all. And um, signs and symbols that somehow come up, you know, when you feel like you're on the path or you're in the right space or in the right zone. 
and for me it's seven seven there are three sevens they're consecutive sevens for some reason and and bear with me because i know this sounds strange and I, like i said it was sort of new to me i i first read about this in a book by gabrielle bernstein called the universe has your back awesome book she's awesome and the book's awesome it's just really good stuff and talks about that type of thing. Symbols, things that the universe is reflecting on and showing you. And for me, it, it, for some reason, it became sevens because whenever I'm in a space where I feel um, moved to, to write something, I write a lot actually, I do a lot of writing and blogging, and it's usually spiritual related, spiritually related somehow. I just feel like I'm in the zone. It's like I told the story when I was young and I'm in, in church, I just always felt at peace. I always saw the lights were brighter, the smells were greater. It just always felt very, very good to me. You're just in the zone, you know? It's like a, a musician or a guitarist who's in their zone. They're playing really, really well. Well, for me, it's it turned out to be sevens. I can tell more about this later, but there were obvious, obvious si signs like, you know, triple sevens showing up and this anyway i it's kind of a long part of my story because a, a, a car just passed me a van that literally um the back license plate said t-o-d the first letters were t-o-d and that's my first name todd and then on the sides of the van it was uh, a big circular seven and then uh seven 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 right across it i have no idea what that even means why it's on the van why are, there, why are there so many sevens on the van? Why my name is on the license plate? I have no idea. But a little spooky, a little weird, but hey, let's roll with it. Anyway, let's get back to following the Tao and the path. I'm rattling on now because of the Tao, because of the path. And I call it the Tao because as I, as I learned from um, Lao Tzu's famous Tao Te Ching, uh, uh, famous writing that he did. Uh, listening to Wayne Dyer quite a bit growing up, listening to him, reading his books. He spoke often about this. I know he did a, an awesome um, book that basically broke down the Tao Te Ching and basically how to live it. He broke it down into, uh, as my master Yang will say, farmer's language. Um, so that, you know, basically we can all kind of understand it. And he spoke of the Tao often, which again, the Tao represents the, your path in life or God's way, you know, how, how you were created to be. So following that is really important. So watching, you know, again, let's go back to Bruce Lee, a master and his master, uh, Yip Man, and even my, my master teachers, okay, I have uh, like Master Young, he his uh, his lineage is profound profound it just goes back 17 generations or more that uh, of 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 training and techniques in in tai chi and qigong and the martial arts and just amazing amazing lineage of all these masters and it's really really a special treat to be able to be friends with him and to be taught by him and to share with his his journey and his path as well because we all have these intermeshing paths it seems you know it's almost like um, oh gosh it's almost like you could make a spider web and my spider web and your spider web and sometimes people's uh, 
lines cross and webs cross and it's really interesting how that unfolds you know based on based on your ability to attract into your life things that are meaningful to you on your path and all that means is that you're basically following things that you love and enjoy and you just sort of recognize those things and bring them into view I remember reading once a, um, a phenomenon in science, I think it's pretty much scientific, uh, called, uh, well, let me see if I get this right, reticular, reticulating or reticular activating system, RAS or something like that. I think it's reticulating activating system. And it's kind of like this. When you go to buy something, let's say it's a pair of uh, shoes or a, a car, let's say. Let's say you're gonna buy a, I don't know, let's just say a, a white pickup truck. All of a sudden, you notice there's other white pickup trucks. You notice them more because you're you're so focused on it, and you just notice it more. And that's sort of like attracting what what's you know what I mean. There's a part of your brain that works that way. Well, it's the same with spirituality. So let's say you are, you want to start doing more Bible work and, and follow God and read more about the Bible and Jesus and things like this. And all of a sudden, you start to attract more of that into your life. You seem to be drawn more to that type of stuff. Maybe you're interested in uh, you know, the Muslim tradition and the Judaism or Buddhism or, uh, gosh, Islam. It just it goes on and on. You find something you're interested in, and you start to attract that into your life. And it can be as something as simple as I, I choose not to lie anymore. I choose to be kinder to people. You know, for a while back, I remember my, my thing was judgmental, judge, judgmentalness and criticism of others, including myself, to, to realize that it's, uh, it's very useless to me. And, and it just, it was hurting me and it was hurting others and it was unnecessary. And for me, it just came up, it bubbled up. Um, again, if you're allowing that light to come out of you, a literal feeling of energy coming out of you, you, if you're very careful, you can sense it and you find what's right in your heart. And I don't put that on others. I don't tell people, oh, you have to do this and you have to do that. You shouldn't be judgmental. I might have that discussion if it comes up with somebody, a friend or a like-minded person, um, or if somebody wants help or guidance, um, I'm happy to do that. But we, we should never shame others or incite others to do the same thing um, unless they're receptive to it. You know, if they stick their antenna up and they, you know, they sense, they send out the signal that they want to learn this type of thing, then by all means, we absolutely want to do this. In this forum here, I'm expressing this type of spirituality because I love it. It's important to me. And my hope is that other people like you are listening in and subscribing to listen to more of this kind of stuff and I will teach you what I'm taught. Um, it's just something I'm very passionate about. So that's why I do what I do. And that's why I hope you do what you do. Because again, whether you're a guitarist or a singer or a book writer or gosh, uh, a carpenter, a builder, uh, maybe you're a pastor at a church, or maybe you're, maybe you don't know what you want to be yet. Maybe you're just sort of in between and sort of finding yourself. It's all the same. There's, there's something special 
for all of us to unveil and, and allow ourselves to be. So it's a wise choice to consider that, think about that. And after listening to this, even stop for a few moments, maybe five, 10 minutes, just think about it and try to discover some of the things that you think that you're created to do. I can give you some hints and tell you that, that it's always going to be felt from the gut. It's always going to be from the heart, from the mind and soul and spirit. It's going to feel something good and juicy and delicious about it. There's just something right about it. And not in a fantasy way, you know, not, not fantasy level. Like for me, fantasy level might be, hey, I, I would love to fly a super jet in space someday. That would be so cool. Or be an astronaut. I, I don't, I'm, that's probably never going to happen, right? I mean, never say never because anything's possible. Generally, you know what I'm saying. Or I want to have Iron Man's powers. I love Iron Man. I want to be like Iron Man. Those are fantasies and those are fun to play out in our mind. That's the creative creativity and imagination. And that's awesome. That's super powerful stuff. I'm talking about living out your path, how it's going to help others. That's another clue is that it affects others. Um, and sometimes sometimes it has everything to do with serving yourself, more or less. Like In other words, doing it because you think it's right. But because of that, it ends up helping other people. Some people sacrifice a lot for themselves just to be... And, and because they did that, it ends up affecting so many people in a very positive way. Um, a lot of people do that. They sacrifice themselves for that type of thing. But others, other times it's like, you know, for me personally, I just want to, I love what I do and I want to share that with as many people as I can because I've just enjoyed it. And I know there are other people out there that enjoy it as well and they want to they wanna grow on the path as well. So try to listen to that. And, and sometimes it helps to get a sketchbook out and uh, or a journal or whatever and write some ideas down things that you're passionate about things that you love things that you really want to do and and make sure that you not only write it down but maybe start to take some steps and see if you can start heading down in that direction and um, contribute to your unfolding your path your Tao your mission you know, your goal in life, um, why you're put on this earth. Try to feel that and try to uh, express that as best as you can, even if just a little bit, and see how much that helps your life unfold. You'll start to feel, that'd probably be my last tip, last uh, clue, is that you'll start to feel natural about it. You'll start to feel good about it. And you just sort of feel oddly comfortable. Not good, not bad, sort of neutral, but more towards the good side. But you'll start to feel comfortable, like something's telling you that you're on the right path. And there'll be certain things, con uh, consistent things that are happening around you when you are in your zone. It could be numbers, it could be um, colors, it could be times of day, it could be, you know, I don't know, the phone rings, there's a ticking of a clock, there's 
birds are singing, something's going to be happening consistently to sort of tell you you're sort of on the right path. And if nothing more than that gut feeling deep down that's telling you that you are in fact on the right path.